Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. If money affects your life in any way, Money Making Sense will talk about it. Be financially healthy, wealthy, and wise. Here's your host, Heather Kelly. Welcome to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. Today, I'm at the Sundance Film Festival, and I'm joined by director Jakub Piantek, and he directed the documentary Pianoforte. Now, Jakub, this was a very different documentary than I've ever witnessed because there was nobody narrating, there wasn't an agenda with it. You just filmed the subjects and let them their actions and their words speak for themselves. So tell us a little bit about the International Chopin Piano Competition. Yeah, so uh, Pianoforte is, um, we are focusing for uh, 20 days in October. There is like this huge pianist Olympics almost like every five years from since 1927. Um, there's this huge competition uh, that is like really prestigious and launched like uh, uh, careers of uh, piano legends like Marta Arherich, Maurizio Polini. And in 2021, um, uh, we've got opportunity to uh, to follow a couple of pianists uh, competing in that from different countries, speaking different languages. And um, as you said, for me, from like coming from Poland and and and, and studying directing over there, like this kind of like cinema verite style of just like following people and like believing that you can construct the scenes uh, just witnessing them. Uh, in a way, and, and not having like a lot of interviews and uh, and stuff like this. That that's that's all that you need to uh, to build the film and and tell the story. Yeah. So when the competition starts, there were eighty seven competitors, and I think if I counted right, you were following six of them. It looked like all six that you followed made the first cut. Were you following more than that? Did you leave out the people you followed that didn't make the cut in your documentary? Just like revealing our behind the scenes in the film, we like we started with asking that like at the very beginning there's like a 500 of people from all over the world that are sending self tapes uh, with with their music, and, uh, and and from that group there's like 160 of them that are doing preliminaries a couple of months before the prior to the competition itself uh, and I asked like all of 160 of them to just uh, answer like have a, a little like home video recording and answer a couple of questions and that's how I I could uh, like met all of them in a way and I did my research and then I uh, I talked with like 40 or 50 people uh, online for a longer one hour long conversations uh, so just before the competition started I already knew like which people like really interest me 
uh, and we didn't we just used this gut feeling i'm not a musician so it's not about like a you know musical or pianist ranking we just like used like this human emotions and human interests uh, in in other people and uh, we followed like six uh, six people uh, during the competition and just using the math we should have 1.5 uh, people in 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 the final right. stage uh we've been lucky enough uh, to have more of them uh, in, in in the final um so that, that that that's 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 how we did it there was like one heartbreaking moment for me in editing room uh we, we had like one more character one more protagonist uh that we needed to edit out from the film and it's all it's like the tough decision but yeah, we, we we were constructing the film, so so the, mm, there was like one more. There was one of the piano players who just withdrew. He made it to the second round, and then withdrew. They claimed it was health reasons, but it seemed like more he was just completely stressed out and lost confidence in himself. Is that how you see it? I like I was there. I I know that like uh, Martin was not feeling well. I think we are like telling this in the film, but what you need to know it's like the the st stakes are really high in this yeah. kind of competition because it's like a life changing moment. If if you succeed and if you are winning, you could be you know you could be one of the piano legends. Like you will play in Carnegie Hall like next month. That's that's the like from being like you know uh, well received. Uh, but still local pianists from your country. You're like a superstar in cl classical music playing in Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, so, like, so emotions are really, really high. And we all differently react to stress like that. Yeah. And, um, and we also like kind of like followed like this kind of tactics uh, for preparations to to the competitions or you know doing the yoga or just right. breathing like te techniques uh, to like to survive this kind of stress. So I did want to get into that. The youngest that I saw that you mentioned in the film was 17 years old. Is there an age cutoff for this competition? Uh, so, so international Chopin piano competition. It's uh, with its rules. It's like between sixteen years old and thirty. Uh, so we've got like two two protagonists, Eva and Hal, Eva Gevorgan and Hal Rao. Um, and they are both seventeen. They were among like the youngest people in the uh, in the competition, um, and we've got like people in mid twenties. Uh, in the film as well, yeah, but they are still sort of all teenagers or like young adults. Right, but to be seventeen and to be at the top of your game, because you would have to be just to get to this competition. I mean, how many hours of practice does this take, and when did they start? When they were like two. Uh, <laughs> They are starting like uh, almost like all of them like really young. It's like uh, they are four, five, or six years uh, old, uh, and of course it's not their idea to do that uh, because um, if parents will say, "Okay, you you will play trumpet," being like five years old, you're starting with a trumpet, and uh, so somebody like just uh, decided that it will be a piano. Uh, and and at this level, when you are like uh, aiming for being a concert pianist and uh, being professional in the field, uh, and like develop as a, as an artist, they are like normally 
practicing like seven to ten or eleven hours per day. Uh, so it's a it's a huge effort, and th this kind of effort behind it, that's something that we wanted to witness with a camera, and maybe like tell this story to people um, because it's it's huge when when we when you're thinking that you're alone in a small room with just a grand piano and 88 keys on the keyboard and uh, uh, and you're all by yourself uh, and like preparing for this kind of competition is also because it's uh, it's monographic it's only Chopin music and um, coming to Warsaw uh, in October, it means that you you are already you have already prepared for all all your stages, and it's like three hour long repertoire uh, in total around that. Um, so like for for people competing uh, uh, there, it's uh, uh, it's at least like a year and a half, two years of preparation just for this event, and, and just like digging into. Uh, Chopin's music and, and and trying to you know interpret it right. by with your emotions. But that takes people teaching them as well. A lot of this and that costs money. So I can't imagine that every single one of the competitors are are wealthy. So do you know where they get their money? And one of the competitors brought his instructor with him instead of a parent. It appeared. Mm -hmm. And did she get paid 24/7 for the 20 days? <laughs> it's not about the money, uh, I think. It's, I think it's like uh, it's a group effort in a way. Uh, and it's paying a tribute you know to your, uh, to your like favorite composer and uh, wanted to like share, sh to share the music with, with other people and share like your emotions in a way. So there is like different strategies. Uh, one of our protagonists is uh, like, he was like an underdog, like uh, from the group of like uh, 40 people from China, coming from China to like to participate. Uh, he was like in the middle school, in the middle of China. Uh, he wasn't like from this really, you know, well-known like Shanghai uh, on, or, or Beijing conservatories. And um, and he developed like this kind of relationship with with his uh, with his teacher that is like uh, it's like deep friendship or, or she's saying like she's his piano mama and uh, 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 so she's not only like teaching him uh, how to play the piano or how to like interpret the Chopin music like she's teaching him how to live in a way and uh, uh, so like he has two mothers yeah. So it's, it's and it's not uh, there was it's so pure that there is no money involved in that. It's just uh, it's just between people in a way and uh, trying to you know to do something special. I did notice in the documentary that there were a couple of people that you would cut to occasionally who talked about who they thought the favorites were or the the best people were those judges or just people listening to the competition yeah it was like uh, uh they are like a music critics and because it's okay. like it's for this one month i think the whole world is watching and uh, okay. there's like a you know like only in october 
uh, like 40 million people worldwide was watching like this competition so it's like olympics uh, and uh, because it was like on youtube it was on chinese weibo and in television in, in radio so people could like reach out to it really easily when we were waiting for the final announcement uh, who is winning there was like a one, uh, 120,000 people waiting just for the results so oh like so gosh. so like just fans that wanted to be yeah. like the first that, 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 that they will know um so so like it's also like this media circus around it uh, in a way so, and it, it also like uh works on stress it's like the stress is going up yeah. because of that and stakes go, goes up yeah one of the competitors talked about they had to look a certain way it sounded almost like they were describing figure skating like olympic figure skating where your style and how you look up from the keyboard gives you extra points in, in winning and i thought really isn't it just about the music that's that's Martin. Like like he's he's a little bit sarcastic and ironic, and he, like he has like this really nice twisted sense of humor in a way. Uh, but o of course, it's like performing arts. So it's also like how you behave and uh, how you look, and that's uh, it's it's all that matters. Of course, like the music is, is the most important uh, uh, thing, but uh, uh, you're still uh, performing. Uh, so. Um, it's it's also like nice things to watch or witness like you know like this kind of a preparation is like okay what you what we are doing like with her and i remember it's not in a film but i remember i was like uh i was witnessing the, the like the scene that someone was rehearsing how to bow uh, in, in, like at the end of the yeah. uh, of the performance and so like because because the, they are like those young artists are what matters it's like small details and it's um uh, and it's like you know they are already like really good uh, so so we've got like the small details and your emotions and what you are putting into that music uh, how you are like going to bring the music like to be alive on the stage uh, during your performance and also like all other things uh, yeah. how you are feeling in the morning and what you had for breakfast so the film is piano forte and it's showing at sundance right now has it been picked up for distribution anywhere i i think we are still we are still waiting and we are still talking with people yeah so people do need to buy tickets for sundance in order to see it right now uh, yeah, you can try. I I know that it's like it's a um, busy busy time for yeah. for, for yeah. like and for Sundance it's like uh, lots of screenings that are sold oh. out. But yeah, if people want to learn more about the international Chopin piano competition, is there a website or a website for you to learn more about the documentary? There's like a fan page on Facebook, and we've got like Instagram. So you you need to look for Pianoforte Doc or Pianoforte documentary, and that, that's us. And uh, in terms of international Chopin piano competition, there is like a lot of it in the in the internet. And also you, you, you can like watch all the performances for free on YouTube. Great, thank you so much, Jakub Piantek. You are the director of Pianoforte. Thank you, thank you.
Thanks for listening. You can email me with any questions or topics you want to hear about at hkelly at ksl.com. That's h-k-e-l-l-y at ksl.com. And because this is Money Making Sense, you can subscribe for free on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, and you'll never miss another episode. Thanks for being a Money Making Sense listener. Follow your common sense on the social media, Money Making Sense, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.